Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Today on the program, we're going to talk about principles of influence. With a title like that, you know who's here. Dr. Frank, <laughs> you're still here. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, but you're, you're still here, even though I just had an apple. Yeah, I'm still here. It's always a pleasure to be here, Paul, and to talk with you and your audience. Well, I always enjoy learning from you, and uh, I definitely value having influence and using it for good, so... Uh, teach me here today. Well, that's the thing, Paul. If you if you want to get customers and even keep customers, you need to influence them in your direction for them to see why it's just a logical choice for them to choose you over your competition mm-hmm. for your services. And this has been heavily researched over the years by psychologists. They did different studies and things at universities and wrote scholarly papers that appeared in journals. And there's actually a lot of research on how to improve influence with people, uh, not not to manipulate them or to be evil. Uh, I mean, you could do that too. But I mean, anyone who's married, you had to sell yourself to your spouse to get them to marry you. And um, you had to convince them. And... Uh, you had to be uh, convincing. And to get customers, you need to be convincing. And one of the best ways to be convincing is, is to, is to um, demonstrate authority, where they, they want to go to the authority figure instead of the, the, uh, the amateur. Mm-hmm. And, and so in the research, there were a lot of things discovered, but there were six main principles that if you keep the idea of those six principles in mind with all of your marketing messages and any contact you have with a customer is a marketing message, whether it's a contact with your website and you never even meet them or you meet them in person while you're going out to dinner and you say, hey, I do lawn care and landscaping. Here's my business card. That's a marketing event Mm -hmm. or it's an ad in the paper. Or it's a phone call where they just call up to ask some questions. Hey, I saw that you do this and that uh, service. I'm kind of interested. Tell me about your company. That's a marketing event, just a casual conversation on the phone even. Mm -hmm. Any kind of contact is a marketing event when Mm -hmm. you're talking with a customer or a prospective customer. And so influence then becomes very important. If you can keep these six principles in mind in the back of your head, 
and just do them naturally in a way that's just natural, mm -hmm. you'll be far more effective. Let's uh, get into it. You got me on the edge of my seat. I want to make sure I'm doing all six of these. Yeah, you do. You want to make sure you're doing that with everything in your life because we always want to influence people for 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 everything. Even you call your friends up to go out to a movie. You want to influence them and motivate them to go with you. You know, influence is is the currency that we conduct our lives in. Uh, this research comes out of a professor. He may be retired now, but he was at Arizona State University. And his, his name was um, Richard Caldini. I think that was his name. And uh, he wrote several books about that. I'm sorry, it was Robert, Robert Caldini. He was a professor of psychology at Arizona State University. And he just um, did all kinds of exper experiments with people and situations with people. And, and distilled the research down to six principles. Um, the first one of, the, the main one of uh, principle of, of influence is, is authority, like we were just mentioning. And that's where you want to establish your company as an authority. And it's a powerful way to influence others. And one of the best ways that you can position your company as an authority is just provide useful and relevant information mm -hmm. that you know your target market wants to know. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's a homeowner wants their yard to look good. In fact, they should. They, yeah, well, they should. You're right. They should. <laughs> but all these raggedy people, or raggedy yards. Pardon. In the neighborhoods you want to conduct a business, they should care. Right. In fact, sometimes I remember. I, the thing that was most important to me is I wanted my yard to look better than any one of my neighbors. And there's this one neighbor who was two doors down from me. His grass, no matter what I did, his grass looked greener than mine. And I, I just, I couldn't figure out what he was doing. And uh, my goal for the longest time was to make it as green or greener and, and no brown spots or bald spots in my yard. His yard was perfect. Yeah. And, and I, you I, could add iron, an iron supplement. I'll green it, it up. Is that what? It is? Yeah. I didn't know well, that. Nitrogen makes it green and grow. Yeah. And then iron really helps. Well, remember that scientific chart? Oh potassium yeah. Potassium. Yeah. And, uh, phosphorus and phosphorus, iron, right. Nitrogen, all that stuff. Those are the three numbers in the fertilizer, right? No, the, well, the first number is nitrogen. Okay. And that number, you know, it's going to be 25 or whatever. That's, that's nitrogen. Okay. The next two numbers, I don't remember what those Well, I are. think one of them was phosphorus and something else. Yeah. Well, I don't remember what the second and third are. Yeah, we'll look. That's up. why Russell Skipper takes care of all that. But I do know when I'd go to Home Depot and I'd buy a bag of ironite. Yeah. It's like, you know, 24 bucks. It might be more now, but you put that on the yard and then it rains or you water it in. And the next day it's, it's crazy deep green. Wow. That's an iron supplement. That's just what iron I, that's there. what I needed to know. I tell you, if there was some lawn care guy that I happen to know or meet and he would have told me how to do that. And he said, Oh gosh, uh, I can, I can make your yard look greener than your neighbor two doors down. I would have hired him right on the spot. Yeah. Cause I'd upsell that. Uh, Russell already does a program for my customers, but then if somebody wants an extra green, yeah, I'll just throw it on a bag of iron and you just triple the price of the bag and yeah, throw it down. Super easy. Okay, back back to the influence. Yeah, but uh, that's the main thing is you want to educate your prospective market 
with uh, information that positions you as an authority of things that they really want to know. Like in my case, I wanted to know how to make my yard greener more than anything. It was a vanity thing. I wanted to beat the neighbor out. <laughs> and, yeah. and I can't believe that I was the only one who thought that way. And so, so that's, that's what you want to do. And you can, um, you can have information on your website. Uh, if you have a website and you should have a website, have a FAQ frequently asked questions. That's good. Yeah. And, and you don't have to write more than a paragraph and a half or two that explain the answer to the relevant question. And um, you can even go to the extreme of seeing it in the free newspaper for your community. Uh, see if uh, contact the people who run the newspaper and say, hey, can I put a column about lawn care in, the, in there every week or every two weeks? And, and boy, that'll really establish you as an authority. Yeah, And let me just help you get started because, well, in Georgia, it's different than up in Illinois or uh -huh. wherever else. But. One of the most frequently asked questions is how, how tall should I cut the grass? Oh, yeah. How many inches? So yeah. down here in Georgia, right? Right. 1.5 inches. You want to keep it short, real, real low. The Bermuda and Zoysia will thrive the lower it is. Uh, whereas up in, I, I don't know, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, y'all's grass, you know, seems to be like four inches, which is mind blowing to me. It's tall. It needs to be taller to perform well in most cases up there. But you can, you know, have a frequently asked question. How, how long should my grass be? What height should it be? And, um, you know, region specific, that'll answer a lot of questions. Cause I will get customers saying, why, why you cut my grass so short, Paul? And, and right. you know, especially in March and April, I just keep hacking it down those low as the mower can get it. But there's a reason for that. So we can maintain it low throughout the season. So it's not three inches in August, like some of the other. Well, what's that down. grass that the golf courses use? Well, it's the same. It's Bermuda or Zoysia, but they use a real mower uh -huh. and they can cut it at a, at a half inch or a quarter inch. So if you just get a mower at Home Depot, Lowe's, or even Howard Brothers, shout out to our friends, Andy, Darnell, and Doug over there. We got to get you guys back on the program if you're listening right now. But um, those mowers, commercial mowers, uh, that spin like this rotor, you guys right. can see because the podcast, those use settings, usually the lowest settings only 1.5 inches. So you can't cut your yard to look like a golf course at 1.5 inches. Cause oh, you the, can't. No, because a tee box or the fairway or even the green, I mean, that's like, you know, definitely less than a half of an inch and the real nice ones can get it even lower. Wow. So they have a lawnmower that cut, that spins like this. They're called R-E-E-L, real mowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they spin like this. Like a cylinder. Exactly. I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it can cut the grass super short. And so they'll put a growth regulator on it so it doesn't grow as fast. Right. And then they'll cut it with that and they'll keep it real, real low. So I personally offered that to some of my customers, but it took so much money to maintain the mower it just, I, it wasn't profitable for me, but I have one friend, Josh, that's all he does. He only offers real mowing. Wow. You can't get it cut. If you want an inch and a half, he'll say, get lost. He'll, now, he'll only cut it like a putting green. Now is, is that a push device or does, is it run well, on automatic? He, so he, yeah, well, they definitely are self-propelled. He has a big John Deere one that's 60 inches oh, uh -huh. that you sit on. Right. But then he has true cut ones that are 27 inch. Um, but he, he has one guy who pays him to cut his grass three times a week. Mm -hmm. Three times a week. Wow. He goes out there and just cuts it. He one goes diagonal one time and then the other way. So it's like a checkerboard. Oh, yeah. And I've it seen just that. looks, it looks so good. Wow. So good. And, um, but that's a, as we talked in, in our uh, marketing training about 
specialty services and marketing that he just only offers real mowing here in the Atlanta market and, and makes bank. Wow. Uh, and there's, you know, people want that. They there want are, that there's they want a niche. Look. There's a but, niche. But what they don't realize is it costs a lot of money to maintain those mowers versus just a regular run of the mill commercial mower, which is pretty simple to maintain. So he has to charge more for that. Yeah. You, you have to, to keep those blades super tight. Um, I mean, if you hit, if you accidentally ding it on the driveway, you're done. Oh. It, it can only touch the turf. It's, it's, it's a science behind it. I got you. But I dabbled in that for a while. Wow. You've, you've done it all, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, the second thing in the six principles about influence mm-hmm. was uh, like, they got to get them to like you. Uh, people want to do business with people they like. Or if, not, if they don't like you and you're the best in the world, and they know you're the best, but they, they don't like you, they're not going to do business with you. So how do you build a rapport mm-hmm. so that your potential customers will like you enough to consider doing business with you? Uh, one of the things they found in the research was um, that was very powerful to get to be liked is convey a sense of similarity with them mm-hmm. where you talk like them, you think like them, and you describe what's important to you as a business owner and doing your lawn, doing their lawn, what's important to you, you know, is along the same lines of what's important to them. Mm-hmm. If they sense a similarity in, in the way you think and um, the way you convey what's important and it's congruent with what they feel is important, you'll generate good feelings. That's mm-hmm. basically how you get somebody to like you is to convey good feelings mm-hmm. and then they'll, they like being around you. You convey bad feelings that they'll, they'll do whatever they have to do to avoid you. Mm-hmm. But if you can convey good feelings because you think and, and in ways that are like them, uh, that will cause them to like you. And so, so that's, that's the, the other principle. A third one, let's do uh let's do a, th- a third one before we do a break and then we'll do the other three after the break. You're going to hang of this. Yeah. You, you told me about the breaks. Obscene <laughs> <laughs> profit timeouts. Dr. Right. Frank. I gotcha. Uh, the third one that they found in the research was social proof. That's kind of a no brainer. That is, um, if they see testimonials of people that liked your, your service, that really makes them trust you. But, mm. but here's the reason for that. A lot of people don't fully understand that. If, if a potential customer could sit down with you for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, and you just explain everything about your business, about what makes you tick, why you got into the business, what the history is, what's important to you, and why, what, what you think customers need, and, and what you, your philosophy is of the business, and what your equipment is like. I mean, everything from A to Z. My goodness, if, if they could just hear all of it, it would be a no brainer for them to choose you. They say, wow, you're, you're the, you're the company. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for spending an hour telling me that. Well, who's going to do that? Nobody's going to spend an hour listening to you. If they did, you could tell them all the truth and it would be compelling and they'd sign up immediately, Mm -hmm. but you don't usually ever get that opportunity. So the way that people save time is they want to see what other people are doing, what other people are saying. That's That's how they can save time. And they trust that. Yeah. I can give a perfect example of that. Um, I just had, well, I gotta be careful how I say this. 
I, I started getting customers that are NFL players and coaches. Oh, yeah. But the way it worked out is the one guy's like, oh, you know, so-and-so. <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? And then the other person, oh, you know, so-and-so. So it's all, I literally had a free agent in the NFL. I mean, this guy's like, makes tons of money. Mill- millions a year. Millions, uh-huh. millions. And he, uh-huh. he messaged me the other day. He's like, hey, you still stay in touch with so-and-so, which is one of the coaches. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, him and his wife are friends. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, can you let him know I'm a free agent now? Because <laughs> he's trying to get on another NFL team. Oh. He's turning to me to try to get him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll see what I can do. You know what I mean? I was like, well, doesn't this guy have an agent that's supposed to be doing this stuff for him that gets like a commission or whatever? Wow. But um, but because when it all started, though, it's like, okay, when for I'll use Ricardo Allen, for example. Okay. He, he coaches now for the Miami Dolphins. But I before he moved into his house, one of the coaches lived there. And so I was taking care of that yard. So that coach moved to another neighborhood. So the day he was moving in, I saw, you know, that they were moving in and I just roll up. I actually had a real nice NFL chargers, you know, athletic wear on that like the players would wear. Cause the coach gave it to me. I was like, Hey man, how you doing? I was like, he's, you know, he's like, who are you? Why are you at my front door? You know what I mean? It's a gated <laughs> community. I was like, Hey man, I was like, I, you know, I, t- I used to take care of the property before you lived here for coach, you know? Oh Yeah. Henderson, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, um, you know, your, your defense coordinator is one of my customers. And I start name dropping. He's like, Oh, you know, those guys. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, he's like, all right, man. He's like, you want to keep going? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so I just sold him like that. that just was so, I good. Knew. so good. Yeah. But then it all is like this web. Cause then people are like, Oh, you know, Ricardo Allen. So, I, so, you know, then another guy hires me cause Ricardo knows me and then another guy. Hire- so there's all this web, but it all goes back to the testimonials. They're like, Oh, well if, if, if so-and-so likes you, then I'm going to like you. Yeah, that's got to start. Go ahead. It works in every area of life. They say that uh, for the young guys out there trying to get married, if there's some girl that you like, uh, one of the best ways to get the girl to notice you and like you is to be really good to her friends. You know, the girlfriends that she hangs out with, uh, when you see them, compliment them, talk to the friends, you get the friends liking you and they'll she'll like you. Okay. Because it's that third-party validation. It's so powerful. It really does influence people in your direction when you have the positive feedback from from third parties. So uh, that's that is that's a no-brainer. Get those testimonials uh, verbally, when, like when you were doing door to door, or uh, put them on your website. That kind of thing. Because if they can see people that they would perceive to be. Um, have a valuable opinion mm-hmm. and it's favorable to you, they're likely to believe that. Or, or just a, a compelling, overwhelming evidence where you have tons and tons of testimonies. There are some companies in d- other industries that have a section on their website, for example, mm-hmm. where they've got more testimonials than anybody would ever want to read. It just goes pages and pages and pages and pages. Nobody's ever going to read all those. But the fact that you got pages and pages of them speaks volumes. Mm. And people say, my goodness, look at all those testimonials. I don't have time to read, but just a handful. But that that's good. These people must be really good. I, I think I should consider doing business with them. Yeah. That's, that's really good, Dr. Frank. You ready for our Upstream Profit Timeout? I sure am. All right. We'll kick it over to the best producer in the biz here. A word from today's show sponsors are coming up. We'll have the other three principles of influence with Dr. Frank Hallman. We'll be right back. Hello, Green Industry Podcast listeners. This is Xander Kirby with Pure Marketing Agency. Many of you may have heard me as a friend of the show as I'm a huge believer in Paul and our great landscaping community. Five years ago, I began Trifecta Landscaping with zero experience, 
and by God's grace, we have grown into a multi-million dollar debt-free company. I was able to do this in large part with having a great understanding on social and digital marketing, and that is why we are now launching my new company, Pure Marketing. Every thriving business needs a top-of-the-line website, consistent and creative content, and full optimization of Google and digital footprints. If you're ready to grow your business and for new clients to discover you, contact our team for free at puremarketingteam.com, where we focus purely on marketing so you can focus purely on your business. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Hey folks, we have a thing coming up here. It's called Together in the Trades. And it is a summit for couples in business. In Nashville, Tennessee. June 2022. (laughs) June 25th, 2022 at the Music Study Center. In Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, and it's going to be so exciting. It is a summit on how not to get divorced from your spouse if you work together. Yes, and it's not the be all end all, but it's tools and tips to help you work on your spouse and your relationship together if you run a company together. Because believe it or not, you run a company together and you may not even know it, even if the other person has a job outside the business. Because you're both bringing that stress home. And it's not just us talking. We bring in industry professionals and we also bring in real life examples like ourselves. (laughs) We're constantly marriage counselors, things like that. So June 25th, 2022. Togetherinthetrades.com. Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be an awesome time. See you there. All right, Dr. Frank, this is a very inspiring conversation today. Let's keep it rolling with the rest of your list here. Well, there's six principles. Uh, were the main principles that came out of the scholarly research from the university. Uh, the, we covered three of them. The fourth one is... The concept of reciprocity, and that's where you do something that you didn't have to do that was viewed favorably by the customer or the potential customer, and they feel, without realizing it subconsciously, obligated to do something in return. It's a subconscious thing, because most people are good people. Yeah, like that, the food court, when they give you a little piece of chicken, then you feel guilty, you got to go buy the whole plate. But you don't, you don't know that. You're not making a conscious decision to do that. You do do that. And it really is entering into play in your thinking, but it's mostly subconscious. Right. And so you're, you're acting without consciously realizing the reason. And uh, that's one of the reasons why, for example, when you're negotiating, let's say you're in a business negotiation and you're sitting across the table from the person that you're negotiating the price or a contract or something like that. It's always smart to be the first person to make a concession, even if it's a small concession that you know doesn't mean anything to you, but it might mean something to the other party. The fact that you made a concession first mm-hmm. strategically did that. The other person feels obligated to make a concession down the road in the negotiations uh, to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. 
and and that that was a strategy that's in your favor. Well, uh, we can certainly do that with our marketing efforts with our potential customers by uh, giving them something for free. Uh, you talk a lot about Paul um, offering um, a free quote or, or or free advice. We'll come out and look at your yard and um, give you an assessment about what you need. And we promise not to try to push anything you don't need. We'll tell you exactly what you need. We're, we're honest folks. Or you offer a discount because you're doing a special promotion. Just something that you're offering. Mm-hmm. Or on your website, uh, give me your email address and I will... Um, I'll give you a, a little. Alan Hain gives a free guide, like long term yeah, guide, mm-hmm. for how how to have that green grass that you're talking about. Yeah, um, you know he'll give you all the tips there in a guide if you give the email address. I signed up. Right, and so the reciprocity there is, I'll, you get the information you want, but you got to give me your email address. But uh, that that's just one example of that. So always try to figure out things that. Don't cost too much time or money. That would be a value to to your prospective customer or your customer, and they'll feel obligated to give you something in return, even if it's just an opportunity to sell them or tell them more about your company. Mm-hmm. And the, the most cost-effective thing that you could offer, but there are other examples, is information that's relevant to, to what they want. So reciprocity is the fourth one. The fifth principle is consistency. And this is where you want to follow through with uh, your commitments and what they are committed to. What, are, what is your prospective customers committed to? They're committed to whatever their values are, whatever is important to them. If you can project an image and a message that's consistent with what's important to them and their values for your services or products, then um, that's being consistent with them. And they're saying, hey, everything about these guys is exactly what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll choose them over their competitors any day. Uh, consistency is, is really important. And so all your advertising or when you have a chance to talk with somebody, if you've been in business a little bit, uh, you kind of know what's important to the different potential customers in different neighborhoods, different mm-hmm. segments of the market. And you just want to make sure that your message always touches on those important ideals mm-hmm. uh, and, and you show consistency. You just, every time they go to your website or they see an ad or they talk to you or one of your employees, they're hearing a similar consistent message that's congruent with what's important to them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then finally, the last uh, principle was, is the principle of scarcity. And this is where... And I have a great example of this, okay. Paul, that this just shocks me to this day, but it's okay. true. Uh, scarcity is a huge motivator for customers or potential customers where if what you're offering, you make it sound, and you don't want to lie, there's some aspect of scarcity that's true. Like um, one obvious one is you can't do so many, can't take on but so many customers with your lawn business, you you don't want to grow a, above a certain size. Mm-hmm. You're the best in the business for the following reasons, blah, blah, blah. But um, you only you can only do so many customers and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't you can't get my service anymore. Yeah, once those slots are full and the schedule's full, 
Yeah. That's it. And so if they really want you, they'll make, they'll make an effort quickly mm -hmm. to make sure they get a slot and they don't get shut out. Mm -hmm. uh, scarcity, you see that also with uh, like telecommercials or info commercials, I should say, on, on TV where they say for a limited time only, if you call now, you get this, that, and the other freebie and, and you get this discount. Impersonation. But if you don't, if you don't call now... You, you miss out because after, and they have a, you sometimes they have a timer that's going down right. in, in numbers to zero. Yeah. And I mean, it just motivates you. I got to get in before the timer runs out or uh, you get some junk mail in, in the, in the letter in, in the mail. And it, it says, you know, limited time offer, you know, we're only offering this for two weeks and mm -hmm. you better, you better call us or, or go to our website and order it or, or you're going to be shut out. Uh, that's a huge motivator. They do that for a reason. Uh, I saw that firsthand because uh, one of the businesses that I had over the years, one was an internet business where we were selling a um, information product, this big information product, B2B. It was um, something that c the companies needed to stay in compliance with the federal government uh, in their industry mm -hmm. uh, to get accredited. And um, so it wasn't like a $25 manual. It was like a $2,000 information product that they had to have or they'd be out of business. And it was tailored to their business. Uh, so they had to fill out information about the aspects of their business. And the document was populated with all the tailored information. It, it, was, it was a very important product. Well, anyway... We had a subscription to to it where we would update it every year because the laws changed and we would make sure that the updates to their manual set of manuals that they had to maintain in their files mm -hmm. uh, was always updated. And, and so there was an, a, an annual subscription and there was always a percentage of customers that would call and say, you know, I love the manual and all that, but you guys have always been good to us. But w what's this uh, fee? I'm seeing this several hundred dollar fee on my credit card. I didn't authorize this. What's that? And I said, well, when you bought the manual, you indicated that you wanted the subscription service for us to keep it updated. And, and we would always mail you the updates and whatever it was that they would have to keep on file. And they would say, no, I don't remember doing that. No, we would never put them in this automatic subscription if they didn't sign Select up for it. it. Yeah. They always had to sign up for it or we would never have charged them, but they don't remember some of them. Right. And so they, they would go on and on about, no, well, I just think this is a ripoff and I didn't sign up for this. And this was automatic and on my credit card and without my authorization. And I would have this conversation with a certain percentage of them every year. And, uh, and so I, I would then tell them again, yes, you did. And it was on this date. I have the record here from the internet when you signed up and bought the manual, you signed up for the updates and it's, a, and it was clearly mentioned that it would be automatic debit on your credit card yearly. And, and then they would go on for another 30 minutes telling me why they don't want it and, and, and how they're mad about it. And, and they just absolutely don't want it. They never wanted it. And, and I mean, we'd go around twice like that. And then after being very patient and kind and telling them a second time, then they would try to go into a third round of why they didn't want it. And I would just stop them there and I introduced scarcity and it worked 
every single time without exception. It was amazing. And I'd say, okay, no problem. I've explained to you why you really need to have it and how you really did sign it. But it's very clear that you don't want it. So let me just uh, go in the database right now, and I'm going to take your name out so you don't get it anymore, and uh, you don't have to worry about it anymore. I'll make sure that you you don't get any of the updates, and you're out of it. And then they would always say, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Not so fast. Once you try to take away something, even if they spent 45 minutes telling you that why they don't want it, once you start to take it away from them, that all of a sudden they want it. And it never failed. Th- these principles are powerful that, that came out of the research about how to influence and, and that's anyone in business, you want to influence people to buy your products and services. Now, you don't want to scam them. You want to tell them the truth. You want to educate them on why it's smart for them to do business with you. But that's still influence. And, and those are the, the main principles to, to influence. And make sure that you are aware of these in your mind so that they're always introduced in some way or fashion that's natural to you in all your communications with your customers and your prospective customers, whether it's online, in person, uh, offline, whatever. That's really good, Dr. Frank. Well, I appreciate you uh, sharing these six principles uh, with us today. If you guys want more with Dr. Frank, we actually did nine modules together. They're 30 minutes each in our How to Get and Keep Customers e-training. It's all about marketing. It really helped me to think higher and be more focused on getting better customers, retaining them. And uh, it's available at the greenindustrypodcast.com. It's how to get, keep customers with Dr. Frank. If you guys want to further your education um, on the subject of marketing. Well, Paul, it was sure a pleasure being with you today. Thanks for being on the show, Dr. Frank. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.